0: What's going on everybody? This is Drew here. And welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number thirty two point uh, two. it's the first episode of twenty fifteen. Been going on three years doing Phoenix Down. It's crazy. That is fucking crazy now that I think about it. And <laughs> we've covered thirty-two games in three years. That's uh it's not a lot for when you think about it.
1: You <laughs> need to play some shorter games, guys.
0: Yeah, we've had some massive ones before. so This one is no exception. Yeah, this one is definitely yeah. no exception. This game is long. Although, no end in sight. Although I think with the format that we're doing it, and on top of that, the... I don't know. I feel like we're kind of going along through that. I don't think we got that many episodes left, to be honest with you.
2: No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, we might even be able to finish it up next time.
0: Maybe. I, I mean, like, like I said, I haven't finished this game, so I don't know. Um, I know you guys have made it past a section that I have not made it yet, so we'll have to stop about halfway through that, but that's okay. We've got plenty to talk about. But, yeah, what we're playing through is Dragon Age Inquisition for anybody who doesn't hasn't been listening. If and if not, you
2: haven't, then you should probably go listen to the other episode first. Yeah, that's
0: probably yeah. a good idea.
1: You may be very confused otherwise.
0: So, um. In Dragon Age Inquisition, we have uh, left off where pretty much all hell broke loose. Um Haven is destroyed, and uh we are having to rebuild. Uh luckily we found this nice abandoned stronghold in the mountains, uh known as Skywatch or Sky Hold. Skyhold. Skyhold. What's Skywatch? I know Skywatch from something.
1: Destiny, dude.
0: Destiny. <laughs> fucking skywalks god see it's engraved in my head like I, I will think of things and it's like oh that's from destiny you know
1: see that spin metal in the bushes as you're driving down the street
0: I know almost pulled over but um yeah so it's um we're starting a, a new base um and we're uh at the same while we're rebuilding we're also expanding at the same time and uh this place is fucking huge uh, and I thought that uh Haven was pretty big, but no, this one was even bigger.
2: This is quite the upgrade.
0: Yes. It has a throne, and you get to sit on it. And judge people. And judge people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do want to mention a few of those. Um, but the first order of business, and the thing that we kind of alluded to in the last episode, was that, first off, something's going on with the Grey Wardens. We don't know exactly what... Um They've kind of just up and left. Nobody's really seen them anywhere, um, and uh, you know, there's there's reports of oh, we've seen a bunch of Gray Wardens going over here, and we want to get to the bottom of that because they're thinking that because they are linked to the Dark Spawn as well as the the the, the Taint, as they called it in the first game, um, it because they're linked to the Dark Spawn and Corypheus, the the main villain, is uh, a Dark Spawn. Essentially, uh, they think that that may be a problem. So Varric says that he knows somebody who can probably help us out with that. Well, that person just happens to be somebody that we are very familiar with. Uh, The main protagonist of Dragon Age 2, Hawk. So the first thing I do want to mention is um, we get to have an option we can either use the default Hawk that the game has decided what he looks like. is a man who is also a mage, or you can create your own Hawk. Basically make the Hawk that you had in Dragon Age two, which is what I wanted to do because I'm really wanting to play this game as this is a continuation. Mm-hmm. So I made my Hawk, um, Gwen Hawk, um, Made her slightly older, since this is like 10 years later. Um, or not really 10 years. I think it's about about five or six years later. So I made her slightly older. She's a very well-matured woman. Um, still sarcastic. I carried that over from what you chose in the Dragon Age Keep. Um, and then when I left that menu and came back to uh, the cutscene where I'm talking to Hawk... Suddenly, my Kunari turned English <laughs> and uh, started talking in a British accent. And I said, don't you, wow. just,
1: don't you just hate that?
0: Yeah, I was like, wow, what British the heck accents,
1: said, okay?
0: Yeah, well, not for my Qunari. My Qunari <laughs> does not sound right with a, a posh British accent. And I was like, well, what the fuck? And uh, I know, Sophie, you had the exact same problem.
1: Oh, my God. I had a nightmare with this whole section. Yeah. Like, so I did exactly the same as you. I mean, my hawk was like a male warrior in Dragon Age 2. And actually, the default hawk kind of looks almost like my hawk from Dragon Age 2, how I'd made him, Mm -hmm. but just like a little bit older. And I thought, oh, well, I'll leave the beard. and I'll leave like the red scar across his face. Because, you know, like you say, it's a few years later and kind of... Like, it fits narratively if he's like a bit older and he looks a bit different, a bit matured, and all that kind of stuff. And, let, yeah, exactly the same thing as you. Like, my elf is he's got an American accent and started talking. And as soon as like I'd done all that, and he started talking with a British accent, and I was like, no way, not having it. I, it just was just too weird. I couldn't <laughs> put up with it. So I think I went and redid it to do it with the, um, default hawk. And as soon as I selected the default hawk and pressed continue, the game crashed. Like, mm. blue screen crashed. Ooh. Reloaded. Went into the same thing. Tried it again. Exactly the same spot. Picked the default hawk. Crashed. PlayStation 4 had to go off and on again. So three times I did this and I was like, yeah, this is a problem with the game and not with me or anything like that. But I did figure it out. And I was like, I was really annoyed because I thought I was going to have to play the rest of the game with my character sounding completely different and i know maybe i guess for some people it would seem like a little like a minor thing but i'm really ocd about stuff like that so i wasn't gonna be i was really 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 reluctant to play it with a different accent the whole way through but i went and had a look on the internet and apparently if you do anything when you get to skyhold if you do anything before initiating that quest with hawk that's where the the glitch is okay But if you go to Skyhold and you go straight to Hawk without doing anything else, then it goes as normal. And I tried that, and that worked. (laughs) So that was lucky, because that, to me, would have been a game-breaker. I couldn't be having my character sounding totally different.
0: Yeah, that happened with me. I started over. I just kind of (laughs) reloaded, and then um, it fixed it. So... Um, But I've had a few issues with this game. Uh, I know that they released that patch, and it fixed most of the issues I had with it. I had the issues where – I know Jay was talking about it on the Game of the Year podcast – where uh, uh, they will say dialogue. They'll finish that dialogue and then just stand there. Yeah. <laughs> and like, if I don't let – if I have to set the controller down and let it sit there for about two minutes, and then they'll start the conversation back up. Or I can hit skip and miss two things of dialogue. Yeah. So they, since I've got the patch, I haven't had that happen. So maybe that fixed it?
1: Yeah, I haven't had anything else. I've had one crash, but it was like a random one. But this one happened, exact, like I said, I did it three times with the default hawk. And each time it crashed, like completely crashed the game. But once I kind of did it the way that other people would say. And I, I looked online, like a lot of people have had problems with that particular part of the game. With when, when you meet Hawk. Yeah. So
2: I must have lucked out because I am just using the default hawk and I don't have anything to import.
0: <laughs> that could be the case. So yeah. your default hawk is a mage too, Matt? Uh
2: I believe so, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it according I think I've mentioned it before, but according to according to Bioware and their canon, they have their own canon, uh the the warden was a female Dalish elf uh, who killed herself to sacrifice herself, you know, to kill the archdemon. And then the hawk was a male mage hawk that sided with the mages. So, you know, that's what you're going to get when you do the default stuff.
2: Yeah. Performance wise, I guess I've been lucky also because I haven't had any crashes or anything. The only issues I've had are weird, like, floating things. Like,. There was one part I was running around the storm coast, and there were a bunch of birds that were supposed to be perched on the ground or on a log, but they were just floating like twelve feet in the air, no. <laughs> just standing on air. Yeah, that's, I've had a lot of it, like,
1: people standing on chairs.
2: Yeah, lots of stuff like that, but nothing. Yeah, no, nothing. No, nothing game breaking.
1: I only had the one, but just that that particular part of the game was really bad for me.
0: I had a few crashes um, when I was, you know, playing it earlier. And, um, I had, I had one crash where apparently I was getting hit or hitting somebody and the controller vibrated when it crashed and the controller was just <laughs> <laughs> until I turned off the PlayStation. And I was like, damn, those are always fun. So, um, but yeah, so we meet up with Hawk and, uh, Hawk has a few ideas. One of them being, we need to go talk to this gray warden by the name of Stroud. Um, and he is in the wounded coast i believe
1: yeah i think so
0: yeah um and we we go to meet him
1: oh but can I, there is one person who is not very happy right about the reappearance of uh of hawk
0: of hawk yeah there's there is one person um who really doesn't like hawk at all and uh, that'd be uh, cassandra
1: oh she went absolutely crazy
0: She didn't go crazy with me because I didn't have her around whenever I went and talked to Hawk. Uh,
1: You see, I have her around because she's like the person that I'm trying to romance in the game.
0: Mm. And so
1: I was like in a really tricky... I was like, well, you know, we need to kind of follow this lead that Varric's got. It's the best lead we've got. You know, it kind of makes sense. But also, I don't want to piss off Cassandra because, you know, she's really mad because basically Varric's a big old lying liar. And just really awkward conversations where I'd have to kind of try to play both sides, if you know what I mean, but probably yeah, not very try to mediate. successfully. Yeah.
0: So yeah, Cassandra, I, I kind of just threw her to the wayside a little bit.
1: Drew, no, no,
0: no, no, I'll bring her back. I'll bring her back. Don't worry. We'll get to that. Um. But uh, yeah, at the current moment, I'm, I'm at, at that moment. I was using uh, Varric Dorian and uh, Blackwall.
2: Uh, see, I haven't changed my party since, probably since where we were playing at the last recording, so I've played probably 25 hours since then with exactly the same party, which is just uh, Cassandra and Blackwall as my front line, mm-hmm. and then Solus and I in the background.
0: Gotcha. So, yeah, um, go to the Storm Coast to meet up with this uh, this Grey Warden. He says he knows what's going on. Uh, I bring Blackwall with me because he's a Grey Warden, and I figured, you know, I usually try to bring party members that would be more suited for the task at hand, mm-hmm. so I brought Blackwall with me, um, and I we go to meet Stroud, and Stroud um, reveals to us that um, the Grey Wardens are all kind of collaborating together, um, because since Corypheus has shown himself, they are experiencing. Some really strange shit, as in being called to go somewhere.
1: That's really freaky, hey? Like, yeah. That whole the whole concept of that—that that kind of was like,
0: ugh. Well, like, see, really
1: kind of culty, but scary.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's it, the reason why is because, and you know, they they. Ex- they try to explain it in Dragon Age origins, you know, particularly whenever yeah. you, you are a gray warden in there. Um and but they they only touch at it and they only they they, you know, between you and Alistair talking to each other. Yeah. They don't really go into depth about it. The gray wardens have a s- psychic link to darkspawn and archdemons. They that's why they have these crazy nightmares of dragons and you know, death, and that's why they can sense when dark Spawn are around because they can feel it. They they have a psychic link, and now that Kriffus is back, he is, he's basically t- you know talking to them via telepathy, and uh, and it's driving them kind of crazy. So, um, and Blackwall apparently has been keeping this from you. 'Cause I talked to Blackwall and we're like, Are you experiencing this stuff too? And he's like, Yes, I'm experiencing it. And I was like, Well, what the fuck? Why don't you tell us yeah. this?
1: Yeah. Might want to have mentioned that one dude.
0: And he he's like, I he said, I just been trying to hold it back and you know, I d I don't want to bother the group with my shit, basically. Blackwall's one of those guys who will deal handle his own shit and not tell anybody about it, but we're totally here to help you kind of thing. Yeah. He he's he's a loner for the most part. Those
1: um, kind of things end up blowing up, I think.
0: Well, we shall see.
1: We—I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know any. I haven't really spoken to Blackwall for ages. In fact, like, I know he camps out at the stables in Skyhold, mm-hmm. but the last couple of times I've been there, he's not—he's not been there. But see, so yeah, mm-hmm. I need to. I haven't spoken to some of my characters for a really, really long time.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I love the guy, Blackwall, but as soon as he gave me his like friend quest or loyalty quest. And I said, wow, that's going to be a long, boring quest. I kind of haven't talked to him since. <laughs> like, I like you, but, well, you're asking a lot from me, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so after uh, we meet up with him, he wants us to go to the Western Approach because he knows that there are some Grey Wardens going to the Western Approach to do something, and they don't really know what yet. Um, and particularly a few Majors are doing this. So that's when we unlock the Western Approach. We go over there. Holy fuck, it's another large, gigantic friggin' area. Can't go through half of it because you start coughing and then get teleported back to the front of it. Because there's some kind of poison cloud. And there's a whole bunch of quests to do there. But that's beside the point. We're not going to be talking about side quests unless they're interesting. And those are kind of few and far between, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, but they're so easy to get bogged down in.
0: Oh yeah, because they're right there.
1: (laughs) I know, and I kind of like, and it's the worst game to play if you're a completionist because I sometimes, whenever I go to a new area, like, I always just get stuck there for a few hours because I end up getting distracted by all the new side quests and, like, exploring everywhere and then I forget that doesn't really mean anything or matter or whatever, but I don't know.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've also had a number of play sessions where I just said, like, oh, let me just wrap up a side quest or two. Yeah, five hours later. Three and a half hours, yeah, five hours (laughs) later, I'm like, I haven't done anything of importance. I know. I've only gone up, like, a third of a level, but I've walked all over this entire world.
1: I stare at my clock, and I'm like, right, you know, it's 20 minutes to, like, two o'clock in the afternoon, I'll just do side quests for 20 minutes, and then when it hits two, I'll get back to the main quest, and then, you know, like, that never happens, (laughs) because... Anyway, page. sorry, tangent.
0: Yeah, just like the side quest. Yeah, <laughs> that the um, so we eventually reach to where we need to go. We're trying to find the Gray Wardens here, and when we get there, they are sacrificing themselves to. I don't. They're being taken over or being mind controlled by Corypheus – um and are trying to release demons on his behalf.
1: Yeah. It's the blood, isn't it? Their blood or something. Yeah, because it it, yeah.
0: it's the dark spawn blood that's inside of them. There's that...
1: Some really nasty scenes of like Grey Wardens like getting sliced up and well, sacrificing themselves. And
0: willingly sacrificing yeah. themselves too. Um
1: They're like zombies, it was weird.
0: But uh you know after we we get into a big fight, and there's a guy there who is basically he is under the control of Corypheus, but he is still he knows what he's doing, and he has accepted Corypheus kind of like as his new god um better stopping them we um we then realize that there's some more shit going down the uh, the gray wardens are planning something rather big and if they succeed in this, it could possibly fuck everything up. Um, so basically what they're planning on doing, the Grey Wardens have been deceived by a agent of Corypheus to basically stop the Dark Spawn for good. Uh, it's a certain type of magic that they can produce that will basically end all Darkspawn. Uh, basically, I, I guess not necessarily close up the Fade, but no more Archdemons will ever appear and Darkspawn will basically just be wiped off the face of Thedas. Uh And they said, well, we could end Blights. There would be no more Blights. And that's, you know, that's what Grey Wardens are all about, is just stopping Blights. Uh, the problem is, is that it requires obviously blood magic. A lot of it. So much in fact that you basically have to kill the person in order to use the spells, so they have all went to kind of like the gray warden stronghold, and they're all trying to perform this ritual to stop this, but in the process they are basically opening a gigantic rift in the fade, and everything known to man is coming out of it, so we got to go and stop them. And in this part, Hawk actually comes with you um, so there 's a few things that happen here we 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 have to basically break down the friggin walls of the stronghold, which is basically siege're we're, 're we're, we're committing a siege, taking quite over quite, this place
1: yeah that was quite fun that quite that quite, that felt quite frantic,
0: yeah. And, you know, along the way, we're running into Grey Wardens that are like, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, just come with me, dude. And they're like, okay. (laughs) And so so I'm getting a bunch of Grey Wardens on my side um, and their leader. And I can't remember her name. Shit. Um, She is still under the influence of Corypheus. Still still thinking That they're doing the right thing, which all these gray wardens are thinking they're doing the correct thing, but they don't understand the consequence. They also don't know that they're being deceived. So after making it to the leader who is basically just sacrificing people, um, we we have a a few choices uh, allowing us to possibly talk her down. Um, I don't know. Did everybody talk her down?
2: Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know if you if you can fail at that, but there were, but it it gave the guys that you could fail. Luckily, I had Blackwall with me, so I had the nice, you know, yep. the 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 star. I I, I keep looking at it like sheriff star. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I don't know exactly what that means, but I tend to always pick it when I have the option.
0: Yeah. Um. But I I, I chose that, and Blackwall came in and was like, "This is not what we're about." You know, and and he was able to talk her down.
2: It seems kind of one-sided, though, right? I mean, there's not really much reason you wouldn't want to talk her down.
0: Well, yeah, because you're trying to have him stop this fucking ritual. But at the same time, I mean, if you wanted to be – if you were playing this as, like, the the bastard, then, yeah. I mean, you could just be like, you know what? Don't worry about talking you down. I'm just going to cut your fucking head off. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. You're about to be dead. So, I mean – there I guess there are multiple paths you can take there, but the biggest thing is is that you're convincing her that basically this agent of Corypheus is a big fucking liar. And
1: she's been played.
0: Yes. So I was able to talk her down. We're going after this guy who is he's run off, ran to the tower, basically the top of the this castle. And um along the way this very large demon comes out. In fact, I'd, I'd go as far as to say it's an arch demon. In fact, I believe it's that arch demon that Corifius had. Yep, it is that,
2: that, that one. At Haven, yeah. Yep,
0: it is this gigantic black dragon shows up and starts decimating everybody. And while we're chasing a guy, we're still trying to get away from this dragon. It shows up. And uh, chops the uh, the head, Gray Warden. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to say something? No,
1: I was just kind of chuckling, remembering it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like... you
1: because know, you know that's really funny. It's not funny, but.
0: No, <laughs> Is that Clarel? Is that her name? Clarel.
1: Some yeah, that that sounds about right.
0: Um, she she does come out like okay, we're gonna we're gonna stop this guy, we're gonna stop this. I, I made a terrible mistake, and then all of a sudden, bam, <laughs> yeah, she gets chomped, uh, and then spit out. I figured she'd yeah. eat her. and then she's still alive, she's still moving around. It was I'm really
1: like over the top.
0: Yeah, was- <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. She should be dead, <laughs> but she's still kind of moving around and talking,
1: she's like twitching. Yeah.
0: Um, but at the same time, uh, in order to get away from this, uh gigantic dragon that's about to kill us all um and i think the 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 floor that we're standing on kind of gives way as well yeah we fall which would probably kill us the fall would probably kill us because it looks like it's at least 200 feet um but luckily or unluckily depending on how you look at it uh there was a fade rift that was right below where we were falling and we fell through into the fade how convenient yeah how very convenient and then we're stuck there we're like okay where are we we're in the fade okay good how do we get out uh, we may not be able to get out
1: that feel, it, oh, i just had dread at that point i don't like the, <laughs> I don't like the fade just ever since origins it's kind of like mm,
0: i don't want to be here it's just I traumatic agree, but it wasn't um, half as annoying this time no.
1: It wasn't at all, like, it really wasn't that bad, but I just... The trauma from the first game,
2: you know, it's like... Percussions.
1: It's just never going to be redeemable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, into the Fade we go. Uh, it is... Uh, the Inquisitor, our party members, Hawk and Stroud are there.
1: It looks a lot nicer, like, visually. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. Um, and while we're here... <laughs> uh we're hearing the voice of w- what we guess is Corypheus talking to us um it could just be random demons you never know what you find in the fade uh but at the same time we also run into a very familiar face well kind of familiar holy shit this woman aged too i don't know what was up yeah. with that um and i think it was had to do with that patch because there was a patch that patch that updated everything i think they changed some of the models and stuff like that because Alright, so basically we run into the revered mother or whatever the divine Justinia. The divine Justinia. The, yeah, divine, yeah, the, the yeah. divine, that was it. She's there, and we don't even know if she's real. We'd probably think she's a demon, but she's trying to help us in a very strange way. It's kind of like uh, talking in riddles and stuff like that. And it, in a very roundabout way, she is trying to help us.
2: Just trying to help us get our memories back, right?
0: Yeah, because basically when we got the mark, it ripped our memories away from us. And so we're trying to get our memories back, which just so happened to be in the Fade. So luckily we can go around and find them. And this whole time we're getting attacked by – and it was actually pretty cool. Um, We're we're getting attacked by, like, spiders. At least they look like spiders to the Inquisitor. But then they, you know, the, while the party members are talking, they're like they weren't spiders to me; they were demons, or they weren't, yeah. you know, they were. Yeah. It, it was visions of their fears was basically what it was. Um, and there's a great scene that I really liked. Um, that uh, in the uh, while you're in the fade, you, you you're running into places that look like real places, and you come across this graveyard.
1: Oh, that was amazing.
0: And there's um. It's basically everybody who is in your party, or not just in your party, but everybody who has joined you in the Inquisition. Um, Hang on a second. want to look it up because I want to get them all right.
1: That was really cool. I know exactly the bit you're talking about, and I thought the same thing when I saw that.
0: Uh, Let's see here. So there's a cemetery, and all the gravestones are from everybody um, that is with you. Uh, And uh, the gravestones also have everybody in your party's worst fear on it. Um, God damn it, I'm trying to find. Because I I don't want to fuck it up. (sighs) That's not helping me at all. Apparently, I can just look at everybody's. <laughs> I had to look at them, you know, specifically. But, um... So, yeah, like, Solace, his greatest fear was dying alone. And, uh, Sarah's greatest fear was nothingness. For a minute there, I thought it said nothing. And I was like, oh, she she's really that big of a badass, huh? <laughs> she doesn't have a fear. But now it's actually nothingness. Uh... Let's see here. Black Wall was um. Damn it! I'm sorry. I'm looking this up. I I, I want to know now because it was it was a great um, it was a great moment. Let's see here. Da da da. Fuck! Horrible radio. Horrible horrible <laughs> radio. Insert some smooth jazz music. <laughs> While you're waiting. <laughs> While you're waiting. Yeah. Fuck, I can't find it. I know um, Iron Bulls was madness, Uh was becoming his parents. <laughs> <laughs> and I, think I did go
2: back and get Iron Bull.
0: You did go back and get him? Yeah. Do you like him? And,
2: yeah, he seems pretty cool. I haven't used him for anything, but... If I, you know, if I get to the end game, I might go do. I might go explore some of the characters that I didn't get a chance to interact with much. If that's still an option, yeah, yeah. he'd be one of them. I'd like to sit down and have a beer with.
0: There's a pretty cool moment where you you pretend that you're a uh, you, you're just a regular guy, and you go talk to some of your soldiers, and he's trying to show you like what the morale is like. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that was a pretty good little moment.
1: Uh- Oh, yeah i did that bit that and was you, nice
0: you could just grunt instead of like yeah. talking <laughs> let's see here inquisition cemetery inquisitor cemetery ah fuck it i'm worried about it it was a good moment though i'll put it that way um but yeah while we're in the fade uh, uh that voice whatever it is that's is, is talking to us keeps um talking to me as well as my party members uh, and we what we're doing is we're slowly getting our memories back, the memories of basically what happened leading up to the explosion at the um at the the I guess it's not the chantry. I can't I'm I'm losing my fucking mind here. <laughs> um the explosion at the beginning of the fucking game. <laughs> uh and basically we we see what's going on and um there are some people that are actually helping. Uh, um to uh, basically kill the divine. Um, and we don't exactly know who those people are. Um, I think some of them were Templars. I could be wrong. Does anybody remember this? No. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm totally ruining this. But yeah, eventually. We make it to where, alright, we can leave we we can try to leave the fade. We found a way out. Um but there is a gigantic fucking monster thing that's holding us away. Uh and um we have another option. In order to leave, we gotta hold this thing off while everybody else runs out the gate. And the option is have Hawk stay in the fade and let us escape, meaning she, in my opinion, or er, er, in my story, uh, would not come back or have Stroud stay and we escape. This was a no brainer for me. I had I I had fucking Stroud stay.
2: Yeah, me There's, too. I'm like one you? of these two characters I care about and the other one I don't.
0: Yeah, I just met you like an hour ago. I don't care about you, dude. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> Sophie, what did you choose?
1: I chose to have Stroud's Day. Why do you ask?
0: Because I know <laughs> you, we and you have talked, and you said <laughs> you I went you might back. Have
1: forgot. I thought you might have forgotten about that, dream.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like an elephant. i never forget. So <laughs> you originally had Hawk's Day?
1: Well, yeah. Well, not because I like was just like fuck hawk, you know, whatevs. But because I was, like, trying to roleplay it, right? And I was like, well, he gave quite a convincing speech about how, you know, Carithius was his problem and la-la-la-la-la-la, and he was going to deal with it and he was going to be the hero and the martyr and that was fine. And when I played as Hawk in Dragon Age 2 and when I played in, you know, not as Hawk, but as the champion in Origins, that was very much how I played the protagonists. Uh You know, to be the ones who would take that, you know, make that sacrifice, as it were. And so I thought, um, you know, my elf is kind of trying not to be like a super do-gooder, but he's trying to be pragmatic, I guess. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe for the sake of the story and for like, you know, how I have played the characters, that made sense. So I did send Hawk to, well, I I sent Hawk to perish in the fade and let us all out. But then um, (laughs) I came out and I had a change of heart. I... <laughs> Felt guilty well it's more because i was mo- i'm like the one thing i really wanted to do was to get to pursue a particular romance option and when i got back to skyhold after it all kicked off like varric was just like really pissed off and like you know we're not pissed off he just looked really upset basically cuz hawk died and he was a bit upset about that and yeah so i thought well maybe this isn't the best for for the particular Angle of the romance I wanted to pursue. So yeah, okay, I I confess that I went back and I. Did so that again. was the
2: driving factor in this game.
0: Who yeah. lives, dies. <laughs> who lives, who dies, depending on who I want to screw. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, you're 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 romancing Varric.
1: No, no, no. I was romance. I am trying to romance Cassandra.
0: But well, that should have made her was, giddy no, as hell.
1: It didn't, but there was a it, something else happened. I can't remember what it was, but there was another conversation or another dialogue option that I had after I got back, and like it was something like she greatly disapproves of some. I think I would picked. Don't you have to pick something else you afterwards? Do. You do. Yeah, yep. we're, it we're was getting that. into that. Yeah. Yeah. It, okay, so it was that one as well. Okay. That I made the wrong decision. So her, so I so at that point I was like, uh eh, let's just wipe that and go back.
0: Okay. Um, it was
1: it was like I think I did yeah it was not so much the fact that I regretted sending you know choosing Hawk to stay it was the decision I made subsequently right. yeah and I was like oh no I'm not happy about that decision so that at that point the save had to come back so yeah mm-hmm. I did that yeah I did I cheated a little bit well not cheated I just changed my mind I'm not hardcore like you, Drew. I don't have one save. I've got, like, about
0: 30. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I only but, have one save, and that's... But
1: mostly because it keeps friggin' crashing on me, so I like to be, like... I'm, like, uber paranoid now, so I tend to save it every 20 minutes.
0: Well, so, basically... Yes. Um, in my instance, Hawk was like, no, I need to finish this. Let me stay. And I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. No. No, you're coming with me. I don't care if I have to drag you by your hair. You're coming with me. So we came out. And we we sealed it up. We stopped it. No more ritual. And now the Grey Wardens are like, oh, man, we feel so bad. We didn't, we didn't know what we were doing. So we have an option. Uh, one of them being... Alright, you guys fucked up. You're still badasses. Join the Inquisition. Join us. But, at the same time, and the game actually tells you this, they are still susceptible to being controlled by Corypheus. Um, And that could have later consequences. Or, the other option being, get the hell out of Orlais. I don't want to see you assholes ever again and banish them for to wherever. I have no idea. I chose join the inquisition. And I know that the Solus. Solus used to be like I like you because you know you you like you're a very curious person. You like listening to me talk. Now Solus is like, "You know what? Fuck you, dude." <laughs> that's I mean, that's how Solus is to me now. Because he really didn't like whenever I chose to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, when you chose that, it everybody popped up. This guy approves. This guy greatly approves. Everyone this guy yeah. hates they, it.
1: They've got a strong opinion one way or the other.
0: Yeah. So uh, I chose to bring the Grey Wardens into the Inquisition. Matt, what about you? Uh,
2: same thing. I mean, my guy is you know, just trying to get back to his normal-ass life. So he's gonna take all the help he can get.
0: And Sophie, what was your original choice?
1: My original choice was to bring them into the Inquisition. Oh. Um. Well, but I was in two minds. Like, so I'm glad I readed it, to be honest, because I was a bit in two minds about that as well. Because it was the it was the disclaimer. You know, they're still susceptible to being controlled by Chris and all that and I was like mm, I don't know I don't feel 100% comfortable with it and then you know Cassandra was like really unhappy about it and I was like nah so I went back <laughs> and I told them to fuck off <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I am I am 100% sure that this is going to come back and bite me a mat in the ass mm-hmm.
1: yeah well I'm glad that we, you know at least now we know like it's cool that we've got both sides there to see how it plays out yeah, I'm surprised you, you picked amazing. that
0: though,
2: Sophie. You yeah, know, well, it, at this
1: it... point, I was so like determined that I wanted to romance Cassandra, and I'm like, Cause, I cause can't, a... I can't handle the disapproval.
2: It kind of feels like the mages, like they're always susceptible to the blood magic, but you sided with the mages, right? You know, I did you kind like of the
1: mages, but the blood magic is, I kind of see it as a choice. Like, there's a certain point for a mage where they decide whether they're going to dabble in blood magic or not. Whereas for the Grey Wardens, like, it's mind control.
0: Kinda. It's kinda. Kinda. Because Blackwall, he can totally you know, hold up against it.
1: Well, we'll see, won't we?
0: Well, we will see.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I have to... Yeah, It was based on my characters just kind of like, yeah, you know... He, he wants what he wants. And he yeah. Just... See, for,
2: for me, the wardens seem less to blame than the mages because it is more mind control, less of a choice, which made me more sympathetic to them. Like, of course, yeah, I'm not just going to banish you to be mind controlled on your own, you know? I'm
1: not unsympathetic.
2: A force but... of the Inquisition here to help you.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm not... I'm not... And also, I quite like the dialogue you get after... Because um, you leave Stroud behind, right? And there's there's no one to take over the Grey Wardens they have no one of rank Mm -hmm. so that also is kind of like well who's gonna it it seemed to me that they were more they weren't so much of a force and more of a kind of they seemed kind of decimated after the whole thing but yeah
2: so how are you gonna feel if every one of those wardens is strung up at the end of this game
1: well you know I got to get with Cassandra so (laughs) it all worked out in the end
2: oh that's awesome
0: (laughs) Um, so yeah, after that, uh you know obviously we can go back and and do more side quest um but the next big thing that we have to do is that we have found out um through some spies uh that there is probably a assassination attempt that's going to be happening uh on the i guess the basically the queen of orle she um she is in peace talks with a few people and she is holding a ball masquerade and um they're thinking that's probably where it's going to go down so we have decided to infiltrate this ball um and hopefully stop this assassination attempt because it would throw Orlay into madness. And since Orlé is such a huge player in this continent or this world, uh, it could possibly screw everybody over. Because if Orlé goes into chaos, the Teventers may decide, oh, we're just going to come down here and take all these people over. And the last thing we need is fucking Teventers taking over Orlé. Because <laughs> those guys are dicks. Yep. So, um,. And we're hoping that if we stop the assassination attempt, oh, guess what? We have the Orlai favor. They may say, okay, the Inquisition is not that bad. They saved our queen. Let's do it that way. Um, But before we get into that, uh, because I didn't finish all of that quest, um, but I do want to talk a little bit about it. Um, But I do want to talk a couple of things um, um, about... What we're doing in Skyhold. So a couple of things for me. Uh, I want to talk about a few of the judgments. That I've made. Uh, one of them is against a guy who apparently. He he was the leader. I don't know if any of you guys did this quest. It's down in the swamp area. Where you have to go save uh, some of the Inquisitor people. Um, and uh, it was like a uh, tribal leader. Um, we killed his son. And so the man now comes and wants to declare war on us. Well, he's only, it's only him and he's throwing goats at the. Yeah,
1: I did that one. Yeah, yeah I remember.
0: He's, he's throwing goats at the castle and it, it, yeah. sh- it shows, it shows <laughs> goats like hitting the castle wall. Um, and I judge him. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Just get out of my face. You know, I didn't have him execute or anything like that. I mean, every single person you judge, you can execute them. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the thing. Uh, and you can personally do it too. Um, and, uh, there was a few ones like, I, I know with the gray wardens, there was a gray warden that, um, she turned herself in cause she felt, <laughs> she felt bad of what she did. And I, I banished her to the deep roads so you can choose. If you want to die, you can, you can make your death as quick or as, uh, slow as possible in the deep roads.
2: Yeah. She was unhappy with that decision. Yeah. But then one of the follow-up missions talks about, you know, how she led a Valiant charge and cleared out a bunch of the Darkspawn, but then she did eventually fall.
0: Okay. Um, and there was a few others. I know there was one for, like, the Deventers, Like the, you know, if depending on, you know, when the Deventers basically attacked the uh, Haven, you know, we found a couple of those guys and stuff like that. And just a few judgment calls and stuff right there, but...
2: Well, the, the big one was the the guy from the Here Lies the Abyss mission, right?
0: Yeah, the guy who was who was basically, Ar- Aramond. Yeah. He was the guy who was yeah. the agent of Corypheus. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, and he was all about like, oh, I've I've chosen this guy. I've chosen Corypheus as my god, so it doesn't matter if you kill me. Yeah, if you don't kill if you kill me in the physical world, I will reign supreme in the, you know, spiritual world. And I said, Well, let's find out. And then I publicly chopped his fucking head huh. off. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs>
2: is that the guy that you can make a jester? Because I made one of them – like I think I made fun of him. Like I wasn't going to allow him to be killed so that he could become more powerful. So I made him the court jester.
0: Yeah, there was one of them that you could publicly ridicule, I think.
1: Oh, I need to do more of these. I've only done a couple. That's-
0: yeah. Those are that's actually a, really fun. No, nah, nah, that, that guy right there, I totally, no. Nah, nah.
1: No, I said um, you ain't going to heaven to do any kind of, you can sit in a jail for the rest oh, of that's your a, life. Yeah. And, locked, yeah him locked him up and threw away the key.
0: Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, I, I made an example out of him. And said, this is what we're going to do to Corypheus, guys. And I chopped his head off and everybody cheered. <laughs> I think there was a few gasps. But that's okay.
1: <laughs> Drew, I have a question for you. Relating yes. to Skyhold. Okay. Um, And um, your pursuit of... Is it Dagna?
0: Oh, uh, uh, Scout Harding.
1: Scout Harding. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Dagna's the girl uh, who, in yeah, Dragon Age the, yeah. Origins, wanted to uh, study mages.
1: Yeah. That's, isn't she in... Who's the one who's with the blacksmith in... Skyhold. That's she that's just, Dagna. That's Dagna. That's yeah. what I
0: thought. Yeah. yeah, she in Origins she, she wanted yeah. to go to the mage circle to study magic and stuff like that, even I though she couldn't now. use it. And I, then she be, she actually became a very popular um enchanter.
1: I remember. Sorry, Scout Harding.
0: Uh, Scout Harding um I have flirted with her on multiple occasions. Uh and I when I went back to uh Skywatch skyhold oh. God, damn it
1: <laughs> don't take it to skywatch i know that that's not a, that's not a good date
0: no no the fallen or fucking they're not good wingmen <laughs> um uh, yeah I, I went back to the base and um i approached her and she said uh, you know what's with you and all this uh, flirting and stuff like that <laughs> and i said um i i like you you know <laughs> and then that was it it was just. It was basically like she said, uh, "Are you serious about all this stuff?" And I was like, "Yes." And then it, you know, it was basically, "Oh, that's sweet of you." And and that that was it.
2: Yeah, you did have you to get, try pretty hard before you can. Did you deal get friend zoned?
0: I don't think I got friend zoned. I don't think. We'll find out. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to continue. When when I open up new areas of the map, I make sure to hit the heart button every time I, I talk to her. <laughs> Um, Sophie,
2: How is your romance going? Yeah, because I finished the romance with Cassandra.
0: Oh snap! Yeah,
1: me too. Well, I like—I don't know if I finished it. Like I've begun it, and you know we're, you know, well involved. But yeah, got that was hard work. She yeah. plays hard to get.
2: But... I, I think it's kind of funny the way it plays out, though.
1: Yeah, because oh, the romance novel stuff and everything. Yeah, which there was—it was—it—it it was kind of tedious. And I don't know if this is a quest that everyone has to do because I was talking to my friend about this and she had to do, she did not romance Cassandra, but she had to do the, like, basically it turns out Cassandra is a big fan of Varric's romance novels. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have to, like, convince Varric to write a new chapter for Cassandra. And she's yeah, and it's sort of, but the dialogue's so funny because she's mortified and, like, super embarrassed, but she's also like, no, but you also must make this happen. And then Varric's like, well, I'm only going to do it if I'm there when you give it to her. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really awkward and embarrassing. But it was actually really funny.
2: Yeah, I but, liked that whole quest line. I thought it was awesome. Yeah,
1: it was really good. And it kind of like, it felt like it should be really cheesy and annoying. But in reality, I was kind of sat in front of my TV with a grin on my face because it was just, the voice acting was really good. And it was just like, it felt actually quite authentic. Like, it was good. And then when I we had the same sort of scenario you just described, Drew, where she's like, The flirting, I've noticed. Are you for real? But she's also... I don't know if she was like this with you, Matt, but she's, like, super awkward and, like, trying not to give too much away and trying not to be, like...
2: She basically just does no a bunch of times. She's like, you're you're not serious. You don't... This isn't going to work. And you have to, like, keep forcing the issue. Yeah. And then, at one point, she mentions how she wants the ideal romance. She wants somebody to read her poetry and bring her flowers.
1: So you have to go on this quest to the hinterlands to find... Or where you have to go to Redcliffe to get poetry book and the guy's caravan's been, like, attacked by, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bad guys? I can't remember bandits. the word anyway. But bandits, yeah. So you have to go and find the poetry book and you have to go and pick flowers from, you have to get flowers from um, that place in Orlais, I guess.
2: Val The
1: The Val Royale, yeah. And so you have to kind of do a bunch of errands, but... It kind of works, and then you—it's really you to get and a candle, yeah.
2: That was so annoying. Why is the there's only one place to buy this candle, yeah. and it happens to be off of a weapons rack. Yeah, like all was... the vendors in Val Royo, yeah. the only place that has the most ro- romantic candle in Orle is a weapon rack. Come on, <laughs> that was the last place I checked because that's the last place it should have been.
1: It was. It was a bit weird. But the kind of the first the cut scene you have when you set this whole up is so funny because like I've got my elf right who is like he's young and she's older but he is like quite handsome and very sort of confident and, something like and he just kind of waltzes into the scene like reading from a poetry book and I was just like oh my god this is but it worked.
0: I hope this happens with me and <laughs> Scout Harding because I have a feeling it'll be like yeah let's just go to bed and have a sex scene.
1: <laughs> oh no! It was it it's was gonna really be funny. Shit. <laughs> it was kind of sweet though, because you could tell like Cassandra was like she was thinking about. I quite liked it because she was like aware of the implications of like uh, what a romance between her as like the head of the Seekers and the Inquisitor would mean, and also my character's an elf, and so she's like, "What will they say? Will they say yep. I was just you know were you an elven madman or you know did I you know." was I crazy or was I by your side and like helping you through like this great thing we're doing. And it was kind of, it was cool. It felt kind of like genuine and like for real, if you know what I mean. And it, yeah, it, it was, I really liked that whole romance angle. With, I did with, too. And I Sandra. thought it built
2: well out of the character that yeah. they've developed for her because absolutely. The, the reason I wanted to romance her to begin with is that I, I liked the fact that she's got this, like, you know, she's a hard woman. Yep. She, you know, she's, she's kind of harsh. She's kind of stoic. But yeah, and, she's and got awareness also, of that fact also. Like, she knows absolutely. that. She'll and she, often that is, comment on that.
1: And that's how I'm playing my character as well. Like, and she's used to being alone as well. And kind of prides herself on, like, the fact that she can handle her shit. Uh, and it's sort of like, my character's always been, you know, he's a hunter. That kind of thing. So, yeah, I kind of even though they were kind of different in a lot of ways, I kind of thought that they had those kind of intangibles that were, that were similar. And I, that's why I wanted to, for my character to romance her. And I totally agree with you, Matt. Like it was definitely, it paid off really well. I was really, it was a great kind of angle. So yeah, now we're in the romance and every time after I do another quest, I make sure to go and see her. And so I sort of click on the little, let's spend some time together icon, but. And she's like Cause... how are we gonna
2: pass the time? And then cutscene to you guys making out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, still going strong. But I, I can't talk about the. Ne- you know, there is a potential spanner in the works that we'll have to wait for the next episode to talk okay. about. But.
0: But um, yeah. So, I, mean, me and Harding have not had sex yet. That's that's what we're leading up to. I'm gonna quit the game once we have sex. So, this uh, <laughs> <laughs> is like, yeah, I'm done.
1: All right, I peaked. That's it.
0: But uh, no, uh, it's you know, she 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 realizes that I'm flirting with her, and uh, I've told her that I'm serious. So maybe maybe the next time we can go out into one of the well, tents.
1: Keeping my fingers crossed for you, buddy.
0: Yeah, I have a feeling it's not gonna play out as well as all the others are because she's not a party member. Yeah. yeah, I, I think I, I have a feeling that's kind of just a small little thing that you can do. I hate to say that on, yeah. on the side. I haven't looked it up, but I have a feeling I'm going to be disappointed. So. It'd be
2: cool if they brought her into like into the party somehow. Not even like even if she's not a, a playable character, yeah, or a controllable character. Like bring her in and have her sitting next to your throne, and she's always there. And...
0: <laughs> You're my queen, <laughs> Harding. Oh, you know her first name. <laughs> So yeah, um, so the next big thing that we have to do uh, is, uh, obviously, we're going to go crash this party. Um, This, I'm probably about two hours into it. It's long as shit.
2: Yeah, I think it took me about three.
0: Um, You have to travel to Orlais, obviously. And you are being warned by multiple people that... Are you sure you want to do this? Because this it you know, my guy is like, it's, it's a bunch of diplomats. How hard could it be? These guys aren't dangerous, you know? And they're like, you don't understand. Everybody here wants you dead pretty much. And then I show up. So we go, we go to the ball, right? I got my little, my, my captain's uniform on and got the, you know, the sash and all that shit. And I brought with me Varric. Cassandra uh Vivian because she's she knows all the or people and then me obviously and then Cullen shows up with us along with Josephine and Leliana. And uh we're all there and we're kinda like it feels kinda like Mission Impossible or something like that, where everybody's kinda just standing around and they're like, Okay, I'll keep your eyes out. See anything, just give me a yell, you know, stuff like that. Um, But at the same time, they're also telling you about this thing. They keep referring to it as the game. And it's basically bullshitting with politics. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
1: I want to ask you guys, actually, because part of it is you have to get the approval of the court, right? Uh Uh-huh. What did you start out with? What was your default approval rate?
0: Mine was 20. Really? Yes. Because it popped up saying, you or canary you would you would look that oh, okay. was... a little bit higher than ogres
1: yeah i was like i thought i might be i forgot you're a canary actually cuz mine was like you're an elf you freak like they hate you mine was 30 but i didn't and i thought that was pretty low but
2: yeah i think it starts out at 40 and you lose 10 if you're a mage and 10 if you're not human
0: hmm <laughs> uh so uh going in I have to say though, as as kind of annoying as this is, I like the the spectacle of it. I liked kind of like being the wolf in sheep's clothing, you know. Yeah. What I mean? You know, going around. I'm, um, yeah. You know, I can be charming as a motherfucker. I really can, <laughs> and yeah. I, I'm good at it, man. I dance with people and shit. I got my approval rating. Shit, my approval rating at the current moment is 71. Because I mean, I I can I can tell you things. And make you feel good about yourself, but at the same time, I'm getting what I want. <laughs> so I'm I'm really good at that. And everybody thinks, oh, this you know, this bull man, he's a fucking dumbass. Oh, no. He can't play the game. Exactly. He can't mm-hmm. play the game. Oh, I fucking invented the game.
1: Don't hate the player, <laughs> hate the game.
0: Exactly. So... Um, yeah, I nice really story.
2: thought I was going to hate this part of the game. Oh, I really, really started it. I'm like, ugh. But uh, you know, in the end, I thought it was kind of cool. I liked all the the eavesdropping, the the climbing around, go, being at the party, and then going off and doing your own thing, and then coming back to the party like nothing happened.
1: See, I kind of liked it for about five minutes, and then I was like, mm, I don't really want to be doing this for why? like. I kind of got well. I don't know. It felt a bit repetitive. Okay. And I don't know why, because like a lot of the game is repetitive when it comes down to it. In terms of, like, look for shards or collect this or kill that person or do that. But it, it felt like one of those kind of very enclosed spaces where you... Do you know what I mean? You, there's not a lot of... It just felt like I was being made to jump through hoops.
2: So, I could have used it being about a half hour shorter.
0: Well, I haven't, yeah, I haven't finished it like, yet.
1: I mean, at, at a certain point, I just decided that I wasn't going to kind of do every single little thing and try and get the approval rate, the max approval rating or find all the little statues you've got to find or find all the coins and stuff. I was like, right, I want to finish this kind of, I want to, it could have been a cutscene, essentially, this whole section of the game.
0: I just you choosing dialogue. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think it could have easily been that. And instead it was strung out to like something that could, you know, a couple of hours of running around in circles.
0: So there's a couple of things we need to talk about. One of the things being um, who you're going with. So so basically, you're going to meet the queen, um, and the you're em- empress, right? The, the empress. Um, yep. And you're going uh, as a well, not not necessarily a representative, but a, a plus one <laughs> yeah. to with um, her cousin. Um who is the kind of like the military leader of the Orlesian army.
1: I thought it was her nephew.
0: I thought it was her cousin.
1: I thought it was her nephew.
0: And then her other cousin, who is like her second in command, is the brother and sister.
1: Gaspard and Florian, right?
0: I believe so, yes.
1: I'm going to look it up.
2: Yeah.
0: So he... You know, We know that there's an assassination attempt. He has an idea that there's an assassination attempt. Um, but at the same time, he's actually at war with her. Um, basically, he thinks he was supposed to be the rightful heir to the throne. He didn't get it. Um, but he was kind of a big leader in the Orlesian army. So he has a lot of the military guys behind him. And he's wanting to do – he's coming to these peace talks to kind of like, all right, stop this fucking war bullshit, you know, um, and let's work this shit out because we got bigger fish to fry. That's why she's called this ball, which, you know, we, we get into that with through dialogue and stuff like that. It's like, why are you having a ball right before peace talks? Hmm. And they're like, oh, it's a lesion tradition. But at the same time, they're also having peace talks with the elven representation, which is a woman, starts with a B. I can't think of her name. Bri- Brielle. Brielle.
1: Brielle. Something Brielle? like that. Brielle. So- something like that.
0: She is uh, kind of an ambassador to the the elves, uh, both through alienages as well as, I believe, the Dalish. I think she represents both of them. Um, and trying to get almost like a civil rights movement. You know, she's trying to get rights for these elves. You know, stop throwing them in alienages. Stop treating them like second-class citizens. Um, and so all three of these people are, going, are coming to this ball to to have peace talks, try to figure this stuff out, as well as make a plan for, what the fuck are we going to do about this Corypheus guy? Well, at the same time, there are multiple people here who have ulterior motives. Uh, One of them being the uh, gassard who is wanting to basically it's like all right look i know there's probably an assassination attempt that's going to happen and we're going to have peace talks will not you just join me we'll get her the fuck out of here i'll take her to the throne and you have my entire military at your disposal S- but at the same time i don't trust this motherfucker at all Yeah, it's Um, kind
2: of hard to trust anybody here
1: at this
0: point. Yeah, yeah. um, It's
1: all really confusing, and I really don't want to talk too much about it if you haven't finished it yet, Drew.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm. Let let me lead, and you guys can comment because I'll. I'll get to to the point where. Okay. I'll get uh, there is a certain point where a big reveal kind of happens. There may be an even bigger one later on, but there's a pretty big reveal for me that happens.
1: Have you? I want to also have you spoken to your characters, like as you go along, like because mine weighed in on who they thought. Yeah. They wanted.
0: Yeah, I talked to all the guys. Uh, truth be told, most of my advisors. Well, obviously, the three advisors want you to go with three different people. Colin wants to go with the military guy. Uh, Josephine wants to go with the queen or the empress, and then. Uh, Leliana wants to go with the the leader of the Dalish or the leader of the elves, the ambassador of the elves, because, mm-hmm. oh, the elves are, you know, roguish people, and they can fucking, you know, get secrets and shit. So, uh, but my other party members, like Cassandra, she's like, just go with the military guys. And, you know, there's, you know, Varric really doesn't give a fuck. Uh, he's like, just leave me the hell out of it. <laughs> um, But I like the, I do have to mention, I like whenever they were introducing everybody. And they named everybody that that was with you. Yeah. Yeah. know, and, and uh, they had like these really long like titles for like Cassandra. Uh, and like, even Cassandra like yells, she's like, just get on with it. Yeah. And uh, you know, Vivian, you know, first enchanter of this person, and and all this stuff, and then it says, you know, renowned storyteller. Yeah. And that, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, Varic got the shaft again.
1: uh, I won't spoil it for you, actually. Okay. Make sure you talk to Varric as soon as you finish this quest line when you get back to Skyhold.
0: Okay. (laughs) So uh, there's a bunch of wheeling and dealing going around. Obviously, you're talking to the people there. You know, they have all these different things. Oh, we hear there's assassination. But I, I remember distinctly, Josephine told me, you have information. Don't show your information, because if you show your yeah, information, yeah, you basically the game. You're not yeah. Just blunt. Yeah, don't be blunt. Don't share any type of information. Keep it to your chest, because they they will turn that shit around you.
2: It feels almost Game of Thronesy. Yeah, yeah. Where everybody, you know, you're trying to get dirt on people, you're trying to backstab people, but you gotta you gotta keep this face of of a uh, you know a gentleman and a a ballroom dancer even while you're trying to kill the people or you know find dirt on the people that you're all around you right I, I liked it. I felt very political and if if nothing else, I thought it was a cool change of pace
0: definitely
1: yeah, but that's the thing it could I would have just preferred it if it had just been like an extended cutscene with dialogue options
0: oh, yeah, because than... you have to like
1: Because you... I did enjoy the underlying like like I totally agree with you, Matt, like the actual narrative and the choices that you have to make and the political willing and dealing is kind of sophisticated and cool,, mm-hmm. and it just feels like all the stuff that you had to do in between it just felt like it was interrupting it a bit. And it almost felt disconnected to me a little bit. I would have preferred just a longer kind of 10 minute.
2: I would almost say that's how this entire game feels though. (laughs) Like there's a story to the game, but you spend so much time picking up herbs that you lose the sense of that story in the same way that there's a, there's a cool atmosphere in this section but you lose that because you spend so much time looking for dolls and opening doors and eavesdropping. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, it almost feels like it's just padded.
0: Yeah, it does. The, um, I found it weird because I didn't know what the fuck was going on to begin with. I kept finding blood splatters everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I was like, is the game (laughs) glitching on me or something? And nobody's even paying attention to it. Then somebody finally mentions, I saw blood. I swear to God. And I was like, Oh, it really is blood. No, let me go follow it. And then if you leave the fucking party, your approval goes down. I was like, what the yeah. fuck is yeah. this shit?
1: That that annoyed me, actually, because you have to go off and do these other little bits. Yeah. And your approval rating goes down and it's just kind of like, oh, so you're in a hurry. But like, I don't like I like to look everywhere late. Like, and yeah, so it felt like I couldn't really explore if, if I wanted to have my approval kept up but like the game has made me like an addict of exploring every last little thing. So it was, it annoyed so, me.
0: So there's a couple of things that happen. There's, it's kind of divided into basically three parts. First part is exploring the place, getting dirt on people. Obviously that stuff is, it, 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 it plays in obviously at the end. I haven't got there yet, but um, another part is you have to kind of explore, kind of sneak around um, and, you discover that you know the the through the servants quarters that there's a whole bunch of fucking people killed, and nobody knows about it, and it, you run into a bunch of assassins, and oh, these guys got to be the assassins that were coming to kill the queen, and then kind of find out they're actually working for Gassad, and we're like, okay, so he's a dick.
2: Yeah. everybody basically is a bad guy, even Celine. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the whole time I'm playing this, I'm like, I don't know what claim any of these people have. But Orle seems to be doing okay, so I'm gonna stick with Celine. That was my thought through most of this whole section.
0: That was that was my thought too. Um but then when I ran into the main assassin guy, um the the ambassador to the elves, fucking stabbed him in the fucking face with a knife. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, maybe she's not that bad after all. She's like, I got information I need to tell you about it. Not here. Let's go back to the party and i go back to the party and then we we've been hearing rumors about this uh enchantress that is kind of like the, yeah. the the head enchantress of um for for Celine.
1: Now she's described as an apostate, right?
0: Yes. This, it, this strange apostate woman who I can't believe they they actually allowed her to be out
1: in the open. Yeah,
0: out like here with wants to see. Yeah, and then what the fuck is this? And all of a sudden, you know, when we go back to the party, we see this enchantress start walking down the stairs, and she starts talking, and I said, well, I know who the fuck that is.
1: Well, I never.
0: And uh, it is Claudia Black herself. Morgan shows back yep. up.
1: Looking different. She's had a makeover.
0: Yeah, and somehow hasn't aged. I believe she <laughs> is turned to vampirism as well, Uh, and she's there talking in riddles just like she always does. Um, And she's like, I'm here. kind She's kind of like, she says, I'm not necessarily a bodyguard, but I do protect the queen. And I'm like, okay, uh, what's your game in all this? Uh, she's not telling me jack shit <laughs> at the current moment. Now she did say she wanted to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I, I
2: immediately I, was like, screw Cassandra. I'm going back to my original romance. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Matt, I can't No, really? this was
2: actually, this was before I had, done anything with cassandra okay and it wasn't an option i'm very protective of cassandra
1: now i I won't hear a bad word
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um she she's she's like all right i need to talk to you so i have two people that need to talk to me but at the same time after i met her like all my advisors like came to meet with me and said okay who are you gonna go with i'm like whoa i need some more information first and so i kind of backed off and i was like all right let me go talk to some people, and we'll discuss this later. And then I saved the game. I had to quit. So I have to go talk to Morgan and see exactly what she has to say, which I'm sure she's going to be kind of like the ambassador to the queen. And then i got to go talk to the elven ambassador and see what she has to say. And I guess I have to weigh these and choose one of the three. Is, did I, you do the
2: dance with Florian yet? I, I did. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. I I did the whole dance. We, you know We did real good. Hell, I got fucking like... Thirty approval points for that yep. yeah yeah i was real good i said one thing that kind of pissed her off i was a little blunt with her she i think i think she asked me like how are you enjoying the party i said as it's all right <laughs> it's like negative five i'm like well fuck you
1: oh that yeah that happened to me yeah but then i wowed her with my smooth dance moves
0: absolutely um the uh, it, But there was another guy at the party that I talked to, and I swear to God, I don't think you can appease this motherfucker. Cause it, it, <laughs> I, I lost like 20 points with him. And I got the warning saying, if you get low enough, they'll kick you out of the party. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess let's not talk to that guy again.
1: I so, think I missed whoever that was. That's a relief.
0: Uh, I think it was Gassard's uncle. I don't know. Kind of I a, didn't
1: get any kind of warnings. I didn't lose massive amounts of points. Oh, I I, I
0: did them. with him. That was like the first person I talked to. And then the th- those three women who who oh, yeah. ta- who, who talked to you about uh the queen. Uh you can have a lot of conversation with them and you don't lose any points. But then there was this one dialogue option that said I found something. And I remember Josephine saying don't tell anybody any information. Yeah. And I was like I'm not going to choose that because it will probably fuck me over. So I didn't choose that one. And so I just left them alone. So
1: yeah.
0: that was that was it. So I gotta go talk to Morgan. I gotta go talk to the the B word. I don't know what her name is. Briala Brialla. Something like that. Um and uh then I guess make a decision. Um
1: have fun. Yeah. That
0: yeah. I, I I think you guys know something I don't, and it's kind of it's kind of uh, itching me a little bit. But that's okay, because I'm, I'm actually I actually enjoyed this part. So I want to see how it plays out.
2: Yeah, I was torn. I didn't love it, but I thought I was going to hate it. Mm-hmm. So that in the end, I you know I was okay with it, and that seemed pretty good to me.
0: Yeah. So, I guess that's where we will leave off. Good good amount of stuff happened, from what I understand, because I did I I glanced at a fact. And just looked at the table of contents to see where we kind of stand as far as the name of these quests are the main quests. We're past halfway. Yeah. Yeah. So I
1: just look at the trophies. That's how I try to mm. gauge it. We've got a couple more
2: to go. So um, there's three more to go after this one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, I we may be able to finish it up in one more recording. We may do two. I'm not too sure yet. Uh, like I said, we can we can take our time with it, obviously. But, um, in retrospect, now, I mean, I've got fucking 40 hours in this game. I yeah, think me too. some, some yeah, somewhere, me too. somewhere around in there. In retrospect, I believe that this game is good. Um. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'd necessarily be my game of the year, to be honest with you. I can, I can say that now because it's 2015.
1: Drew, yeah. You see, you know, we had a chat maybe a month or two ago where you said to me, Destiny, my game of the year, definitely, 100%. And then we get, we record the podcast, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going with Destiny. I know some guys have got my back, and then, no, <laughs> you 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 bottled it big time, and you went with this game. I'm just... It, now you've changed your mind again. I've
0: changed my mind again, but the, the person, the, the, the person, the game that would win it would be Shovel Knight then.
1: Well, okay. That, that's fine. I mean, you're allowed your opinion, obviously. I would, just I, would I would finish.
0: basically just switch one and two. <laughs> and that's what it is. Because <laughs> I, I really do love this game, but I can see it does have some problems, particularly with pacing.
2: Yes, yeah. very, very much so. But
0: I think, I, part, I think part of that pacing is due to the fact that there's so much in the game I'm the one that's wrecking the pacing because I'm yeah. going off on these fucking quests I and could totally like- I could totally mainlight this thing and probably be like, yeah, this is a great game. could it's you though would you
2: be even would you even be able to finish the quests if you didn't do all the side quests to grind and level up?
0: I don't think you had to grind level up. I think you got to get power, but honestly i I got so much power it's running out of my ass
1: it's really funny, isn't it because it's like you said, oh, you know, we could probably wrap this up in another recording and I'm like, wow,, Bernard, I don't know about that." But then it's kinda of like, yeah. well, if I didn't want to do all these side quests and just sat down for ten hours well not in one ten hours, but you know, like that's probably how long it would take at this point, right? Maybe if you were just doing the main
0: Oh yeah, if I if I main if I mainline this game, I guarantee you I could finish it in probably twenty to thirty hours. Yeah. So, so I mean that's that's
1: <laughs> But I do quite like spending time in the world I do and too. talking to everyone and so that's yeah once you get once you know what the game is doing, it kind of takes away a little bit of the magic of it in terms of you know the and the pacing like you say is is not great, but the story is still magnificent i think
0: yeah, I think it's handled very well
2: yeah i I also would say along that you know you're saying it, it loses a little bit of magic once you know what it's doing I would also say uh, you know as the counterpoint to that the beginning of the game when i didn't know if i was even doing a story quest or a side quest those are the times that really annoy me yeah now you know now i'm a, i'm able to pick and choose like what i you I'm know going.
1: how to navigate the game
2: when i first saw the war table i'm like i don't even know i'm just picking things i don't know if it's going to be a mission that i do or i send these agents on i'm like i really don't know what's happening but now that i know all that i can kind of pick and choose like yeah yeah, I don't have an, er, you know, I I don't feel like I'm leveled up enough for the next story mission, so I'm just gonna spend some time yeah. doing some 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 nonsense missions. I'm gonna close some more rifts. I'm gonna clean up, you know, whatever this area is that's got a lot of loose quests. You know, quests in. Like, so,
1: I quite enjoy doing that. Like just yeah, if I if I, I I'm enjoy not doing un- that, if
2: I know that that's what I'm gonna do, that's
1: what I'm doing. Like I'm gonna do two hours and I'm gonna go look for some shards and I'm gonna go and close some fade yeah. rifts and you know I'm gonna go and do a companion quest. And, yeah, like you say, like knowing the distinction yeah. is, is like good. It, it lets me
2: adjust my expectations for each play session. Like if I go into the next story mission, you know, that's going to be some time that I set aside. I'm like, all right, I need to make sure before I do this, I check all my gear, make sure it's all top, you know, as high as I can get it. I'll buy yeah. a few things, try and upgrade, you know, a little bit here and there just to, to tweak myself for this mission. And I, I love that. If i three hours in the hinterlands, I don't need to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love the crafting and all that kind of stuff as well. I love the control you have over all of that kind of stuff. That yeah. is a big plus, an addition.
0: Yeah. Yes. So the
2: pacing is wrecked, but at least I feel happier when I'm playing now than I did yeah. in the first couple hours. Yeah.
1: No, I get what you mean.
0: So, yeah. That's it for us on this episode. I uh, do appreciate everybody listening. Uh, you can send us emails. You can send me an email. It's drew at com, which I do need to read off a couple of emails. Um, uh, one of them, or well, both of them are actually from Jamie. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first one being regarding iron bull. Cause she mentioned, uh, iron bull, uh, on the last episode. And,
1: um, yeah, you, you guys had quite a different relationship with iron bull or yeah. kind of, I guess. Right. So,
0: so she said, hi guys. I want to clear some stuff up with iron bull. Firstly, Sophie, you were right. Iron bull. And I had some issues from the beginning. Uh, it made it, I made it very clear that I was Tal Vashah. Uh, this is where things got a bit sticky. It surprises me, Drew, that Iron Bull said he didn't follow the cune because I chatted with him and he was very strong on the cune. He was just shy of, shy of hostile toward me. Wow. Probably because when I talked to him, I made it clear that I don't follow the cune because I think it's too restrictive, etc. Uh, he even told me about. Uh battles where he killed tons of alpha, the Tal Vashah, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Uh and and how uh my parents were traitorous and have raised me <laughs> outside of the Kune. He even had to assure me he wouldn't attack me because he'd seen enough of that kind of fighting. It's hard to explain because he would uh be fine towards me unless I talked about the Kune. um, If I had him in my party, he would be fine. And if I didn't talk about it, he would be fine. But he made it clear that he thought I was pretty much a traitor. As things go on, uh, though, we became friends. He's a good guy. I can't stop thinking of FPJ, oh, Freddie Prince Jr., uh, whenever (laughs) Iron Bull talks. Uh, Regarding sex scenes, (laughs) (laughs) that's what we need to talk about uh when i'm with uh, redacted uh my character somehow becomes <laughs> normal height when one minute i'm towering above redacted and the next i'm human height yes there are cut scenes quite a few actually where my head gets cut off and you can just see my body from the chin down but not during sex scenes then i just become a human sized kunari I'm not disclosing who my romance choice is because I have I have already v- revealed to Sophie that said person may have done some serious lying, and I don't want to spoil that bit.
1: Yeah, you see, I don't know who it is yet, but huh. I'm starting to think who it might be, but I'm pretty sure it's not someone that I speak to regularly at all, because every time I speak to Jamie, she's just like, I can't believe you haven't figured it out yet. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, you know, I, I think it's like, as far as I'm aware, everyone's like getting along A-OK, but... After what you guys were saying about Blackwall, I thought it might be him. But now I just don't know. It's a <laughs> mystery.
2: So a- apparently you could have exiled Blackwall when you exiled the rest of... Oh, yeah. Or I does- think
1: so, but his little... But no, I had the choice. He came to me and he said, I'd like to stay. And I said, uh, yeah, you can stay. Okay. I forgot to mention that earlier. Sorry, that was probably a crucial bit of information that i probably should have added yeah blackwall when i exiled the gray wardens he came and said can i stay and i said yeah you can see
0: so she said uh uh, p.s my dragon count is six just saying mine's zero mine's one not worth it i'll just be (laughs) honest with you right now (laughs) that's a 15 to 20 minute fight that i kind of don't want to do again Uh, let's see here all right so this one was the one that she sent me at the very beginning of our uh playthrough and uh says uh uh, i spoke too soon i just finished the orlay quest that palace bs shut sucked (laughs) i said how so she said maybe i wasn't paying attention or maybe wait Maybe I wasn't paying attention or I wasn't leveled up high enough, but I kept getting lost, and I wasn't sure what the hell I was supposed to be doing. Also, I don't know if my court influence or acceptance numbers did anything in the grand scheme of things. Uh, They give
2: you one major option at the end. Okay. If you've reached a certain threshold.
0: And see, I I had heard about this. But I hadn't played it. And I said, well, we'll get, all, we'll get to all that in a few weeks. Granted, I don't exactly know how it works. So <laughs> <laughs> said, it's weird, but thankfully not too long. I then said, is this the last thing you did? What level are you again? She said, yes, the last thing I did, level 14, I think. I said, that game came out not even a week ago, and you're already level 14, and doing that part of the story, take some time to sleep, eat, and breathe.
1: <laughs> oh, she's got kids. No time for sleeping. Jeez. <laughs>
0: She said, yeah, I've been getting that a bit. I think I'm ready for a break now. So that, <laughs> those are the two uh, emails that, that we got. Thank you, Jamie, for some of those emails.
1: Subsequent to that email, I'd just like to out Jamie as having now started two different playthroughs, having finished the game.
0: Jesus. She's
1: two different characters. So. Oh, my God. Sorry, Jamie.
2: I plan on doing that, but I'm going to take a break and then go through once I can actually import
0: you're safe. Might, I can't you, talk though
1: because I'm planning on starting a third character in Destiny, so
0: <laughs> I have three, but I'm only using one at the current moment. But yeah. So that's it for us. Um like I said, uh you can send me an email, it's Drew at Ztgd dot com. Uh you can also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at DML Fury, Matt is at R E M G S, and Sophie is at S M Halliday. Uh, and you can also follow the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix down. I post all the episodes there so you can find them there. Um, leave it's it, nice. I, go ahead. I was
1: just gonna say, it's nice getting emails. So send yeah. some emails.
0: Absolutely. I know that there's a few people out there that have emailed us a, a couple yeah. of times. I know Jamie will probably it's send good. another. We
1: appreciate the emails.
0: So yeah, actually send us some emails. Tell us what you think about dragon age and, uh, how, how, how your orlay ordeal went. um, and, uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, we're, you know, Once we wrap this up, I don't know exactly what we're going to be playing next. I know Matt's been in talks with it a little bit. Um, I mentioned Eternal Darkness, and you said it would probably be a few months before you get your disc.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I could just rebuy it, but I feel uh, stupid rebuying games that I already own.
0: Is it in the storage unit in, in yeah, Rochester? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, whenever you get to it, I mean, it's not that big of a deal. Dave just said that he'd like to do it. So, um, it's a game
2: that deserves us finishing it too, I think.
0: Yeah, we need to revisit that because I screwed myself and said I don't want to start this game over, and we stopped. <laughs> so, um, I'm gonna need to make sure not to do that again. I need to make sure not to choose magic that refills your magic <laughs> because that's what I did. I chose why do you even have that option in that game? Who knows? But I chose. I want a magic ability. So I chose the magic ability to restore your magic. (laughs) So that's stupid. Um, But yeah, we can do that. I know you mentioned the Stanley parable. Yeah. That that wouldn't
2: be a big time sink.
0: Yeah. um, Have you played the Stanley parable map?
2: No. I just remember somebody wrote in and and mentioned it before in an email or in a, on, on a previous episode.
0: Right. Um, I have played the Stanley Parable. That would be hmm, that would be like an, a show about anecdotes. You remember when this happened and when this happened? It, it, it's like you're not you're not necessarily playing it. It's an experience. But there's multiple experiences, and we can totally do it if you want to. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean,
2: as a one off, that sounds perfectly reasonable.
0: Yeah. So I mean, whatever you want to do. I mean, we can. You know, there's there's multiple games. We haven't looked at the list in a long time. And that's true. Yeah. And there's a ton of games on that list. It's been
2: set for so long. I mean it's been like five months since we've had to pick a game.
0: I know. So uh we'll see what goes on. I mean, after Dragon Age, um we'll figure something out. We've still got a few weeks. Uh, but yeah. That's it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh we're gonna get out of here. I hope you enjoyed and uh we will be back probably in two weeks with the continuation of Dragon Age but until then I am Drew and I'm Matt and I'm Sophie and we are out of here you guys have a great one and a happy new year yeah happy new
1: year